0: 18
2: plus. Welcome to BB Nation Radio, right here on Backwoods Veterans Media Entertainment. On tonight's episode, we get caught up in our week in review, the great outdoors, the Pentagon activates its Civil Reserve Air Fleet, EO's ex-wife, aka Florida woman, gets busty in a jail in W of the Week, and more. Stay tuned. BB Nation Radio is starting now. <laughs> You don't have to be lonely anymore because it's time for another episode of BV Nation Radio right here on Backwoods Veterans Media Entertainment. Live once again from the Cowboy Technology Studios here in Oregon City, Oregon. This is BB Nation Radio. I'm your host, J Dub, and joining me as always is my good buddy, producer, and co host, the high tech redneck, good old Josh. Good evening. And sitting in this week, since Aaron is out on special assignment, we have our trusty friend, the EO, a.k.a. Mr. Matt. Hello, hello. Matt, 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 <laughs> Matt, 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 <laughs> Matt,
0: Matt, 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 Matt,
2: Matt, Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Including his own soundbite and everything. Gentlemen, Jesus Christ. <laughs> what is going on? How are you guys doing this week?
3: You know, so far, so good. Had a great day yesterday at the fair and whatnot. You know, the kids uh, were uh, showing their chickens. They did really good. So uh, had fun there. And then uh, yeah. when
1: you were whining the entire time.
2: Fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. Well, before we get too much... It was not high,
1: there's whining,
2: Right. Hey, by the way, there's a $5 fine for that, just so you know. <laughs> Anyhow, before we get too much farther into things, remember, guys, head over and check out our website of com, where everything good and happening within BB Nation is caught exclusively over there, whether it's trying to find your favorite shows here on Backwoods Veterans Media Entertainment, checking out our outdoor blog or any other stuff that we have going on, it's all over there at our website of com. Be sure to check out our Facebook page as well as our YouTube channel as well. Give us a like, a share, subscribe, and uh, be sure to give us a follow here on Spreaker as well so that way you know when our shows go live. So anyhow, with that being said, Hi Tech, what's new? What's happening with you, brother? You've been... uh Making the rounds this week to say the least.
1: Yeah. We did a little uh did a little time up uh up in the north country with those D Gens. Ah, damn D Gens up north. And uh <laughs> not not as far north as Regina though. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wish I actually had that clip ready, but I didn't have <laughs> enough time. Um anyway, uh yeah, no, hung out up in the uh Auburn and Kent area and I really never had hung out in Auburn too much. I'd been around Emerald Downs a little bit, but uh other than that really never hung around there and um uh yeah it's um it's not really a pretty place, really? Auburn is actually not really that nice. I'm sad to say there, there's uh, really not a look a lot to look at up there there isn't there isn't so um yeah, so it was it was for work, you know, so it was up there uh, Sunday through Friday got back Friday night or Friday afternoon. So did that and then uh ran out there to uh hang out with Matt and Queen DP and uh and the boys and all that uh at the fair and watch them do their their showing and and then their uh their costume and talent show. Yeah, I think there. it was more what? Costume but, it, They they know. they titled it as a costume and talent show. Uh, yes. But Matt and I kind of, you know, said to each other when we heard him say that like Exactly what talent is <laughs> uh, that? Is a fair question.
0: That is a fair question. So I mean, uh,
3: I, I, mean I can't say that it wasn't uh, you know actually kind of cool and whatnot because the uh, the kids doing the 4-H thing with you know they were uh, they dressed their chickens up or their animals, whichever animal they had, whether it be a guinea pig, <laughs> a, a rabbit, a chicken, whatever. Um, they had kind of like matching outfits and whatnot, so it was kind of cool and. Honestly, chickens are freaking hilarious when you dress them up. They really are. (laughs) Yeah. Especially Gabriel. I can't stand stand up. Yeah.
1: (laughs) The the thing thing wearing some, the uh, uh, balance was all off and everything like that kept like falling over. Is that
2: how it normally is with chickens when you try to put anything on them?
1: I mean, I've never tried to put anything on them. Well,
3: kind of, yeah. Especially uh, a lot of them when they get wet. It's really funny because when they get wet, it's like they lose all. Aspect I, of their equilibrium. I, I, I think <laughs> you they just <laughs> fall the hell over. I think you said that. It's wrong. hilarious.
1: Didn't, didn't you mean moist? Oh. <laughs> I mean, it is a legit
2: question. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, it is legit. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
3: it it definitely is a thing, and it, it's hilarious when uh, they uh, when the chicken gets wet and then loses moist. all of its. Yes, when it gets moist <laughs> and then loses its equilibrium and just kind of lays there. It was like, I want to get up and move, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh anyways, stuck around for the rest of the uh the fair and all that. Met up with uh with my brother, sister in law, my niece and nephew, uh our buddy uh Chris from over there at Vet Dive Therapy, and uh our other buddy Justin, uh the uh the squid. So Right on. Yeah, hung out with all of them and of course uh, uh Mariah was out there, Miss Sexy Girlfriend. So uh, yeah, we all hung out, went to the rodeo, and and uh, it was good times, so yeah, I heard the rodeo was kind
2: of eventful too
1: yeah, yeah, there was uh, there was a couple of eventful times in that. Um, you know, overall, it, overall it was nice to get back out to the fair, nice to get to a rodeo, but it was different. you know the there wasn't as many booths there um, you know the, the Democrats, and Republicans' tables where they're normally set at was reversed. So yeah, I the Democrats were out year. in the open and the, the Republicans were tucked back in the corner this year. So naturally, uh, yeah. That was well, that was unnatural, but yes, yes. Uh natural for these these times. Uh let's see, we uh oh, um the food too. There wasn't there wasn't as many food offerings as there normally are, like Beaver State burrito wasn't there.
2: Yeah, I was Which I was highly disappointed with that one. Disappointed Between me. them and Outlaw Barbecue, both. Yeah.
3: Well, and, and the fact that you have to give up your left testicle just to get something to eat. So holy crap! So I was the telling, I had I hadn't, I hadn't
1: told you this one yet, Matt, but uh, uh, went over there to the that barbecue joint that we saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they had a uh, well, get up there in line and and like the next person to order, and they go, oh well, we don't have any more uh, pulled pork and and ribs. Uh, we have more, but we have to heat it all up and all that. And they said it'd be about twenty minutes. I'm like, okay, well, I'll get something to eat while I'm you know, while I'm waiting. Right. And they had a uh smoked mac and cheese. I was oh. like, okay, that, that could be that, good. Yeah, that could right. be good. Well, it was ten bucks for smoked mac and cheese, which is essentially a side and it's a ridiculous. And you literally got like a side order essentially right. of it. I'm like, for ten bucks, really? Like I was thinking like a pretty good sized portion for ten bucks. No, yeah, not so much. So wrong. <laughs> so I got that and sat down, ate that. Okay, well, it had been about twenty minutes. You know, sitting around waiting, and so I go back over order uh, ordered up a pulled pork sandwich for fifteen bucks. Yeah, Ugh. and uh, oh, the prices are outrageous out oh, there. Get, Jesus, yeah, get that and <clears throat> and it's like you know, get the sandwich and man, there's not a whole lot of pork on this thing. Like mm-hmm. you know, and a little bit of barbecue sauce and and it was supposed to be the spicy sauce. You want no spicy? They lied. It was lies. They Straight lies. Yeah, I I think the best deals that I saw out there were actually our friends over there at the Two A Swag Shop. So yep, he he actually had decent prices on stuff, and and um, you know wasn't uh, wasn't unreasonable. So yeah, you know, I, I think the only cart out there or a, a vendor out there really, as far as
3: uh, anything that you could ingest that was a decent price and was okay was the that the uh, the coffee, coffee cart? cart. Yeah. yeah. That was the only yeah. one. You know, for a, a large cup of coffee, I mean, you know, it's 6 bucks, but I mean, that's what you're going to pay you're paying for Pay Starbucks anywhere. prices
2: right there. Yeah, but but you get better coffee. <laughs>
3: yeah, that's true. <laughs> no,
1: Matt Matt was paying to uh look at the girl with the fake eyelashes.
2: That's fair. That that's a legit uh, rebuttal on that
3: one. No, if I if I actually wanted to uh, you know, ogle at uh other women and stuff, I would just go on over to the one right there in Malala, the hot shots. Yes. So,
2: or yeah. there there's uh what is that, the the Bikini Bistro in, in Canby? They're on ninety nine. there uh, uh, they're by yes. route ninety nine? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. by the roadhouse uh-huh. there? Yeah. Oh uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> barely EO had no idea. <laughs> wow. Well now you know. No. There you go. Just saying. Now, I you know uh, when I was living up, not gonna lie, my, my head uh, kind of turns every morning I drive by on my way to work. <laughs> going. Do I have time to fuck? I still got like three quarters of a cup. Eh, all right, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: when I was living up there in Spanaway, uh, just outside of Tacoma, there, uh, shit, there was probably I don't know four or five different little coffee shacks there, and. Every one of them either bikini or topless or whatever. There and it was like, hmm, okay.
1: The like hell? the bikini one in Kalama.
3: Yeah, yeah kinda like that. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 Yep, absolutely. So yeah, so then did the rodeo after that, and that was uh it was good. I mean it was good, you know, general rodeo and all that. Everything. Now here's a question. Did you find JJ? I saw JJ, yes. Did but I did ch- not I did not get an opportunity cuz i was running behind in the morning i did yeah. not get an opportunity to go get a gnome damn it man but it's going to happen <laughs> because yeah i i think i owe him at this point but uh yeah so anyways uh it was a good show uh we had uh had good fun <clears throat> um you know writers were were pretty good holy crap let me tell you uh on the uh on the can chasers there was a gal that ran uh I think a sixteen twenty three or something like that. And it was that was fast time for uh for the weekend. There you so go. She did real well. There were hmm. some other ones too that uh that knocks in barrels and whatnot, and they didn't do so well. But uh yeah, it was it was good overall. Uh there was no barebacks. See, that was the
2: thing because no barebacks. So Ryan and I went on Thursday. You know, I got off work a little bit early to go you know, so we could walk around, and check the fair out and stuff before going to the rodeo because we have bullpen tickets. And, dude, I tell you what. I mean, well, first off, the place is sold out for Thursday night, which was crazy because that place doesn't sell out on a Thursday night. So but we got a chance to walk around and stuff. And, yeah, there was no bareback riders which blew my mind. They
1: only had four bull riders that night. So they had eight bull riders signed up for Saturday night. Yeah. Only, only six showed. Gotcha. Two, two drew hmm. out. Damn. So, yeah. But here's a change this year. And I don't know if you noticed this or not. With the Junior Barrels and the Breakaway Roping well, for the ladies? Well, there's that. The Junior Barrels was, is their, their little alternate event or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Breakaway Roping. Yes, breakaway roping is now being done more in the PRCA. It actually, I believe, it actually is um, become distinction event. Right. I'm not 100 percent sure about that. I haven't.
2: Well, I hope it is because you know the ladies that we saw that were out there doing it on the, on Thursday night when Mariah and I went. Actually, wow, I was impressed. You know, first one had a event uh, had an event time of what was it like two three. I was like, yeah. God damn! <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: uh, wow. Jordan Crosley, uh, sorry, uh, Minor was uh, was there. I I keep thinking of her maiden name. Her and her sister Jade. Mm, yummy. Let me just say that. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I digress. Uh, yeah, it was a great time. Good, good time. And just wish that uh, wish there was a little more, you know, event wise as far as the uh, the rough stock went and all that. But it was uh it was good. I was get, one guy did get hung up on his uh on his uh, saddle bronc.
2: Yeah, I heard he got hung up in the stirrups.
1: Yeah, he got hung up in the stirrup there for a minute and and uh he was a little dazed and confused, but uh oh, you can't know, imagine overall, why you know right? bouncing
3: off the ground and Yeah, exactly. You know, getting uh
1: yeah, ran across the
3: the uh legs and crap like that of your ride.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> and Mitch Coleman was out there doing uh doing his pickup mail. Yep. Man he was out there so.
2: Yep. He's out there pretty much all week. Oh yeah, he usually does. So.
1: So yeah, that was my uh that was my weekend.
2: Nice. Yep.
1: Yeah, I got a chance to go
2: uh down as soon as we got done with the show here on Friday night. I bailed out quick fast in a hurry. Made uh made haste towards Hunting camp down there on the coast. Again, I swear to God, I might as well just set up a second house down there (laughs) or something down there on the property, man. I might as well at this point. Okay.
1: Hunting camp. Yeah. Got it.
0: Got it. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woo a hand clap, or a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+. I'm
2: tracking. Just kind of threw me off. I was like, oh, okay. What not expect that to come up. But, uh, yeah, so I went down, and about the time that I got down there, a little recurring issue decided to flare up on me. Oh! Yeah, exactly. You, totally. didn't, you didn't shit yourself, didn't you? No, I didn't. <laughs> I, trust me, dude. If I had been able to do that, I would have been much happier. Yeah, yeah. At yeah. that point in time. So, but, yeah, no, the uh, the whole diverticulosis freaking wound up flaring back up on me. And, uh-huh. yeah, so I wound up – I. Did have plans for going out and raking clams early Saturday morning. And that was a no. Yeah, that was an hour <laughs> no. I didn't even get out of bed until uh what was it? About uh, about eight thirty, nine o'clock. About that time, freaking the old man's going, Oh, well, we're going crabbing. I was like, Okay, I'll meet you guys out there maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Because <laughs> him and my aunt and Chief Dave and You know, the three of them went out with the boat. They launched there at the (laughs) Halem Bay State Park, went out, and started dropping pots. And I guess they were out there, uh, you know, set up for a while. And by the time I got down there, it was, what, about 1130, almost noon. By the time I finally caught up to them, by the time I finally started feeling at least halfway up to move. Dude, the day is gone. Bro, I pulled in there at a freaking shell station there in the Halem. Bought a bottle of Pepto-Bismol and freaking a Gatorade and a uh, Black Cherry Dr. Pepper, pounded both of those and pounded like half the half fucking bottle of Pepto-Bismol just to try and keep the gut at bay. And
3: yeah, I'm almost kind of thinking that maybe a couple of tablespoons of uh, like bacon grease or something like that getting into the system. Something, just man. A spoonful <laughs>
1: of sugar helps. Oh, anyway. Yeah, all
2: right. <laughs> but, you know, I was good for about another five hours, you know, four or five hours because we we're out there yeah, until about 3.30 out there pulling pots and everything else. And uh, as long as
3: you weren't Hershey squirting out into the water, you know.
2: Oh, dude, it's, no. It was, it's, yeah. No, no, see, what diverticulosis is it, the opposite uh, it, right? Of no, that.
3: I, no, I understand. But I'm saying with all the other stuff, though, you know, if it uh, all hit. I'd have been okay, okay with We're the... going gonna to make you work now. <laughs> like, oh, crap, I'm peeing through my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Just go woo, 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 woo. <laughs>
2: Something, man. So, but no, I got done with that. Yeah, Drove you, back you, to camp. We I pulled into camp. You know, we pulled back into camp at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Bring, you know, pops gets out of the truck. I backed the truck in where my parking spot is, right there by the bunkhouse and stuff. Right. Dude, I crashed. I fell asleep for like two and a half hours. I got Jeez. up, freaking walked back in the motorhome. I just felt like a complete smashed ass. Freaking dad's like, by the way, there's, uh, there's food on the table if you want some. So I... Had a bunch of salad and some fresh, uh, fresh crab that had already been shelled and everything else. I was like, "Yep, handful of that. Throw down a salad, Thousand Island dressing, crab Louie down the hatch." And he's like, "By the way, how you feeling?" I was like, "I feel like shit." He's like, "Well, are you still going to? Because I was gonna go down to Sand Lake, right, and meet up with Carl and Taco Maker and all those guys down right. there because it's not that far. It's like." maybe 45 minutes from camp to Sand Lake.
3: Well, that's not bad. No, yeah, I was going to drive close. down
2: there and go, you know, say hi and hang out with them for the evening, right. go back to camp last night. But, yeah, I was hurting so bad. Pops was like, by wow. the way, here's something for you to help take the take the pain <laughs> away. And I said, okay, that looks like a wonderful idea. Freaking slammed another Gatorade with that and... No shit. Yeah, done. No, that was the problem. No shit, yeah. I was
0: done. I was out. <laughs> Yeah. At like eight
2: o'clock last night, I was comatose. Jesus, I didn't. I woke up at like one o'clock. Apparently, when uh, you you know that reaction that a dog has when they fart and they wake themselves up and they look back in their ass like, oh, what the, the hell was that? You know, yeah. And then they look at you and blame you They're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that was me at like midnight because I had that experience. I was that dog. <laughs> and my dad is sitting there watching TV. He looks at me like. Pops is like, Jay, you all right? (laughs) Oh, God, was that me? He's like, I hope you feel better after that
1: (laughs) I bet Mariah's glad she wasn't with you.
2: Oh, dude. So then I didn't wake up again until like 930 this morning. And then we decided to go on a scouting expedition for elk hunting, which, uh, yes. Yes. Good, good, good uh, report for that. And we got back to camp, jumped in the truck, called ass here which I left camp at like 2.30 this afternoon. So for me to pull in here at 10 after 4, only 10 minutes late for pre-production, not bad. Not bad at all. But I Well, smoothed, you know, I, I, was, I, I, I was like 45 minutes late. Yeah, for I, it, so, see, but, here's the know, thing, though. Or, I smoothed yeah. it over with the producer because I brought Fresh Crab in to studio. <sighs> he did. And said, by the way, here you go. Here's a peace offering. He's like, you're safe this week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was about to go on the board. <laughs> Until I handed them you know some fresh crap, yep, and then all was good, yep, so anyhow yeah, I, I, I could see that, yeah, yeah. so yeah, that, so that that's good that thing. was my weekend, nice, yeah, fun times, nice, so okay. anyhow, speaking of uh getting into fun things in the outdoors, I think we uh, better get to it, shall we Fuck Mickey <laughs> 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 oh shit, here we go. <laughs> It's time for your weekly outdoor report with outdoor host, Aaron Stahel, right here on BB Nation Radio.
3: You're welcome. Okay, well, I, I'm not Aaron, but uh, sitting in for
2: Aaron.
0: Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt,
2: Matt, Matt.
0: Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt,
2: That that just sounds wrong. (laughs) Uh, Oh, no, it it, it sounds right. Sounds almost like that goat. (laughs) Goat with the tongue. (laughs) We're not
3: overseas anymore. (laughs) Anyhow. So Aaron usually goes over and, and, uh, you know, talking about, like, different trails and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I I am not as uh, up- on a lot of that as he is. So I'm going to leave that to him. So sir, if you are listening, that is all yours. So I am going to go over. What about if you are out there on a trail and you get stuck?
2: Who the fuck knows? Don't.
3: Yeah. yeah some people say that. I don't, I don't know. Well, there's things you can do in order to protect yourself. It, you know, if you should get stuck somewhere or lost, whatever, and be able to at least, Make it out okay. Um, one of those things, if you get stuck on one of those trails because, well, you just took too big of a damn rig, and now you're like half off the trail, half on the trail, and cannot get out. Uh, there is a uh, uh, help for you, and it comes in the way of... Uh, Backdoor... Brina. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> uh, there is uh, uh. an app that you can download. It is Off-Road Recovery. And uh, you can download the app if you have signal, uh, like uh, um, cell signal and stuff like that. You can actually give them a call. They will get you a quote within minutes so that you can get your ass recovered. So and is this like out.
2: AAA for the
3: outdoors, it, it kinda, essentially yeah. what you're saying? Basically, yeah. That That's kind of what it is. Really? Yeah. It's really kind of cool. Okay. Now if you don't have cell signal, well then you gotta kinda stay out there. If you're going out on the trails, it's always good to have a small bug out bag with you. Yeah. That, I mean, most people would you know would agree that hey, you know, bag having is a, must. a few things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um so if you're not able to do the uh off road recovery, uh which uh I mean, you can look it up, uh Oregon Off Road Recovery, uh you can uh, uh take a look at their portal. And uh, take a look at the app and everything like that, I'm an or Android give them kind a call. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I was talking. I wasn't listening to you. I'm an Android <laughs> kind of guy anyways. Um, if you're out there, uh, you, there are so many small things that you can take with you to keep you safe. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, one of the uh, uh, like a fire blanket, whatever. Those will also kind of keep you warm too. They're so soft. <laughs> No, they're not that soft. <laughs> he is
2: on it. Damn, they
3: are not that soft.
2: <laughs> they make noise. Totally they're like hurt. foil. <laughs>
3: um, a, uh, uh, and I know that uh, most of you uh, have seen the little uh, handheld uh, chainsaws. They wrap up, yes, and they wrap up in a little itty bitty pouch, no bigger than about you know uh, three and a half by three and a half inches. It's perfect for gaining, you know, getting some firewood. Oh yes. So unless you like rubbing sticks together to gain fire, right? You know, uh, fire starters are fires, a beautiful thing to have. Yes. Fire starters are a bomb little thing to have. It's pretty nice. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, about 20 feet of fishing line and a hook. You, shit. You can grab bugs and use that to catch yourself some fish. Oh, grab a zip tie. A, yeah. Well, Hey, you want know, to grab a zip tie, grab a zip tie. Do it. You do you.
2: <laughs> We're using Carl technology at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah, one
3: one of the things that I've grabbed, uh, you know, to uh, help start fires and stuff like that, because I don't want to sit there and pour a bunch of uh, like gasoline or oil or other bullshit, right? Yeah, you know, no, I, I don't like doing that. Uh, you can get this stuff; it's called Fire Flame. Okay, and it's like kind of like a paste comes in a little bag, or in a little uh, uh, plastic uh, sealed container, and it's kind of like a paste. It'll burn for up to about 10 minutes. It's also waterproof, so you can nice. use it with
2: wet wood. Uh, with wet wood, or... You, you can use... Yeah. If or it, is it if moist just, wood? Just,
3: well, if it's only just moist, then you're better off. Gotcha. Yes. So moist is good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> moist is good. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, I mean, you can use it, uh, it. It'll burn in the rain, you know. So if it's uh, you know leaking on you, oh, that'll well, come
2: in handy. Uh, Hell yeah, coming up this uh, this fall, particularly during elk season this year. Damn right. Especially where we're going to be hunting. Oh, oh I, crap,
3: I'm bringing that with me. We're yeah, go up there. That that's coming with me.
2: Um, I have a trail run whole during container. deer season. Just saying. Oh yeah, yeah, because we'll be hunting in the same area. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll have it with me. Um,
3: but you know, I mean, just. Little things like that to, to help get you by if you use your head and you use a little common sense. Uh, if you get stuck out on one of those trails, out in the middle of absolutely nowhere where you have absolutely no signal whatsoever, you can at least hold out until the next day and be
2: able to get some help. You know what else helps, though, when you have no cell service? Uh, two-way radios. Yes. Yes. Good old comms. Two-way, calms. Yes.
3: If that is something that you are able to take with, you definitely always have something
2: like that with you. Check one, check one, two. Oh, oh my God. God.
3: Yes. That is a yes. fact. That is a that, fact. And, and uh, I'm glad you brought that up, too, because um, a lot of those radios, uh, you know, much like, well, the ones that we have and everything like that, uh, they're very... Little baofangs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 those little baofangs or whatever the hell they are, uh, or however you pronounce it, Um if you get up high enough and get enough of a uh, line of sight with those, you can reach out there fairly decently and be able to get somebody.
2: Well, the thing about with that though is that you do—if you buy one of those, if you buy those radios and use them because they are a UHF VHF radio, mm-hmm. the frequencies that you're running on those, you're supposed to have a license from the FCC to operate those. Particularly because a lot of frequencies that are available on there are repeater bands, are amateur radios. Right. So, however, there are different types, you know, whether you're using a standard, you know, the 11 meter citizens band or a regular 40 channel CB radio, Mm -hmm. uh, whether you're using GMRS, which is legal for folks to use as well, Um, you know, when you're set up on those frequencies as well, then those are you're talking in bands where the fcc doesn't quote unquote regulate those right so however <laughs> up to an, a certain transmission yeah power. up to a certain power you know like you said up to a certain power um, but one thing about it, though when we talk about it and the biggest the most common one that folks are going to use as the easiest accessible to buy is a regular standard 40 cb uh, 40 channel cb radio right right and a lot of them that they're coming out with now is they don't just have the regular AM or single sideband modes that they have now? The FCC has finally opened up as of the 15th of July of this year, mm-hmm. they have finally allowed to be able to use the FM side as right. well for that. Right? Thank
1: you, Cobra. Yes, thank you, <laughs> Cobra.
2: Yeah, Cobra Grant, as well as uh, Motorola. yeah, Motorola was the other one. Uh, I tell you what. Those, if it wasn't for those companies, you know, petitioning to the FCC four years ago now, yeah, it it's a hell of a difference. And I tell you what, having that other modulation option, and the thing with using FM versus AM is your signal, the power that's required, goes farther. And what I mean by it goes farther is actually sustained longer versus AM, where you start off at a certain low low wattage.
0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Modulate, quote unquote. That's what makes your quote unquote carrier or your signal strength. Right. Reach up, get stronger and go farther out. Same thing on the sideband side. Whereas on FM, when you hit the push to talk, whatever power it has, that's the power power. you have. And that's steady. Right. So it... Creates a more solid because it's doing frequency modulation versus amplitude modulation. So, versus something where it's you're needing more bumps and power to be able to get out farther, right? With right. the FM, it's just a steady stream, right? So,
1: and that's where it's especially critical for that line of sight, like you're talking, right? Because obstructions will interfere more with frequency modulation than they will with. Amplitude modulation.
2: Correct. But yes. it also depends on the frequencies that you're operating. But that that's yes. Diving into a whole other realm because <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're going, yeah. You can still propagate on FM in the right frequency range. Right. And right. what I mean by propagate is you're actually you're transmitting your signal up into the ionosphere and it's bouncing back down, what they call atmospheric skip. Right. So which is something Uncle Sam actually got pretty good. if you want to find an example of what skip is without having to actually like get a radio and turn it on, go watch the movie We Were Soldiers with Mel Gibson and Samuel, uh, Samuel Elliott. Yeah. When they're out in the field, when they're training, and they have, when Mel Gibson and Samuel Elliott have the group of lieutenants and shit, and they're out running, right. and they come up on the radio operator, and he's the radio operator's going, yeah, this is, uh, we're picking up Skip from our uh, retrains over in Vietnam, and right here and everything. Well, they're in Fort Benning, Georgia, right? That's right. a prime example of that atmospheric skip. Yeah. And they're, so they're listening to it real time. So that, that yep. is a prime example of what that is. So you could do the same thing, but going back to what we're our original topic of discussion here, that is a, that could be a lifesaver. It really can be. Well, absolutely. It can.
3: And which is, you know, uh, You know, I'm glad that you you brought that up because if you have uh, the means to actually have uh, a radio like that, um, that is one of those tools that can make or break you. It really is. Um, Having any kind of knowledge, uh, you know, to be able to sit out there uh, if you get stuck or lost or whatever, to be able to sit there and take care of yourself is a, a make or break. There's a lot of people out there that have no clue. But... Uh, You know, warm having a uh, like the the bug out bag, uh, having a fire starter, having those little emergency supplies. You don't even have to have food. You you really don't. You do not have to have food. But it helps. It does help absolutely. (laughs) But if you have just a few essential things, uh, some form of fire starter. Uh, Now, what I was talking about the um, with that uh, paste and the little plastic packets. um, You don't even have to have that. Uh, Just any kind of little fire stick. Uh, you can pick them up anywhere, by mart off uh, Amazon. You can pick them up at Fred Meyers, whatever. Mag- magnesium sticks. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, those. Uh, there's that too, the the ferrous rods. Yeah. Uh, but um, the uh, the little fire starter sticks that are actually uh, like pressed wood yes. and then have uh, certain chemicals on them, those are probably actually better for a lot of people because a lot of people don't understand how to use a ferrous rod.
1: Yeah, the only thing I would say with those is that they, I don't find them to be as reliable. Right, right. So the other thing you can do for a just you know home remedy sort of thing is you can take and just get some stick matches and dip them in candle wax. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just you dip, can. dip yep. the head, dip the head in candle wax. Yep, yep. <clears throat> and then anyway, that you know. that'll keep them dry.
3: Yep. and then when you need to use it, you can literally you literally just scrape that wax off of there and you' you're golden. you're right yep. there. You've literally waterproofed your your uh, matches. Um, but uh, you know uh, warm clothing uh, some kind of fire starter, any kind of fire starter is, is better than absolutely nothing. Uh, having uh, an extra uh, just a small blanket something to wrap around you, an extra jacket, something. You know, you got to be prepared for things like that. And like I was saying earlier, um, you know, say 20 foot of fishing cord or a fishing line and a hook. You don't have to have a whole hell of a lot. You can find any stick. Tie that on the end of it and catch yourself some dinner. You know, hell, if you, have, if you know how to make any kind of snares or anything like that, which you could use that fishing line for that too, um, you know, catch a little four-legged varmint and then cook his little ass up, you know. So, I mean, anything. And, a, hand, and a, a, a reliable knife is always handy. Everybody should have one of those regardless. Yes. I don't care who you are. I, I don't care if it's your six-month-old baby getting pushed around in a stroller. You should have a reliable knife. Just saying.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
3: <laughs>
2: um, so, Tech's eyes are kind of rolling yeah, in the back the, of his head but a little bit. See, but, uh, <laughs> these are reasons why in my truck I always keep <laughs> a gallon jug of water. Yes. Always keep... You know, I keep a shovel on board. I keep, uh Regan, I actually keep my jet boil in the truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple of Mountain Home meals. Well, so that way I got food. I keep a blanket in there. A first I aid keep, kit. Yeah, first you know, aid kit. That's all. Yeah. All, all the stuff the, that I would need things... to kind of, you know, if shit hit the fan. I got stuck out in the middle of nowhere. Right. For a couple of days, I'd be
3: okay. Right. And... and- in general most of the individuals that that we've all oh, uh, and, gone and hung out here. with and stuff well yeah fishing yeah absolutely yeah yeah that's probably not one of those things that everybody would have but for the most part uh anybody that you know that we've hung out with gone camping with whatever it, it's kind of the same uh that same kind of a mindset that there there's things that you have to be prepared you know you're thinking about that kind of thing you you're already anticipating that hey if something should go wrong If you're prepared, you're not going to need it.
2: And that's my whole thought process. It's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Yes. Absolutely. That is the best thing to do. You know, that's why I, you know, it's like with the radio stuff too. There's a reason why. And it's funny because I have, you know, some of my friends and stuff to ask me like, dude, what the hell?" They see my CV set up in my truck, and they're like, "What the hell are you trying to do? Talk to Mars?" If I have to, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. There's if a good I reason have for to. It. yeah. If I'm clear out in the middle of BFE, I'm freaking three canyons over, yeah. And something happens, and I'm stuck, or something, and I need help. I know that I'm going to be able to reach yeah. out and get a hold and, of somebody,
3: exactly. And that and that's the whole thing, right there. Is it, it doesn't matter who you get a hold of. Just you get a hold somebody. of a trucker, you know, uh flying by on the highway and whatnot. And you know, you you get a good uh uh connection with them for some sort of comms and say, "Hey, I am in trouble. I need assistance. Can will you get a hold of, you know, whether it be police, fire, or whoever?" Exactly. Say, you know, here's where I'm at. Or at least, you know, best guess of where you're at. At least they know where to start. And that's where those
2: little walkie-talkies come in handy Absolutely too, because it does. with those thing walkie-talkies like what we all have that we uh-huh. use for business band that we can program into it and do uh-huh. use um, the nice thing about with those is you can actually what if you're smart enough to prepare ahead of time you can actually figure out the local repeater frequency yes and even on five watts you can hit a repeater like 20 miles away yeah up on a hilltop you can freaking hit them and they can contact for help or whatever yeah, else. Even
3: if you talk to forestry service, you know, you you catch someone on forestry service on on one of their uh frequencies. Yep, exactly. You know, it doesn't matter who it is. Uh you you have that ability to be able to at least reach out or keep yourself sustainable uh to a point where you can uh get yourself in, into uh
1: uh safer places. So <clears throat> just on that topic, um you know, when we talk about like the the ham bands and stuff like that, and you were talking about needing to be licensed and whatnot. The exception to that is, is that an if, emergency. if it's in an emergency, yes. yes. Then you are fully authorized Absolutely. to use those frequencies. Yes. So don't if you're in an emergency and you need to reach out on Forest service or whoever's channels. Yep. Or a repeater, or whatever it may be, you are yep. fully authorized to yes, do this. Yes, Do not be afraid to do that. Exactly. Please. It's, it's kind of like do uh, not be afraid to.
3: Yeah. It's just like cell phones. Um, it, even if you don't have a carrier, every cell phone you dial nine one one, it's going through. Yep. Doesn't matter where you, you know where where you're at. If you have a signal, yes, you have to have a signal. But you dial nine one one, it's going through. Because that, that is an emergency thing. And so it's the, it's the same concept. If you find yourself in an emergency, um, you do whatever you can to survive. And that's one of those things that you can do in order to actually survive. So, you know, uh, the final thought with that uh, is that, you know, there's, uh, all of these trails to, to travel down, to explore, to uh, go out and, and enjoy, uh, finding camping spots, whatever it may be. Do it. Have fun. Enjoy the outdoors. Just but goddamn it, be safe. Yeah. Be prepared and take care of yourself and pick up after your ass. Yeah. Be prepared. Yeah, yes. Clean up, up after yeah. yourself.
2: No Kidding. And go have fun. I don't care if it's an emergency.
3: You know what? Once you pick up, you can you can take the garbage with you. You know. <laughs> take your garbage with you. I don't care if you don't like her. Take your garbage with you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And, of course, above all else, have fun and enjoy yourself. Yes, absolutely. In? In the woods. There we go. Yes. All right. Well, that goes wraps up our outdoor segment. Matt, thank you very much for covering down. We need to get moving on with things. Yes. And we actually have a news update for you. So, high tech. All right. This one comes to us from American Military News. In regards to our <laughs> oh-so-wonderful time pulling out of Afghanistan. Pulling out? Yeah, we're pulling <laughs> doesn't out. doesn't seem manly to me. I, I say we leave it in there and get the job done. Oh, jeez. That's <laughs> what she said. <laughs> Pending on orders U.S. airlines to help evacuate Americans and Afghans, according to the headline. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin ordered on Sunday the activation, in other words, today, activation of the Civil Reserve Air Fleet to assist with evacuation of U.S. citizens and personnel, special immigrant visa applicants, and other at-risk individuals from Afghanistan. According to a statement by Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby emailed to American Military News, in the first stage, the Defense Department is requesting three aircraft each from American Airlines, Atlas Air, Delta Airlines, and Omni Air, as well as two from Hawaiian Airlines and four Boeing 777s from United Airlines, totaling 18 aircraft in all. The Pentagon's full statement reads: Secretary of Defense Lloyd J. Austin III has ordered the command of uh, ordered the commander of U.S. Transportation Command to activate Stage One of the Civil Reserve Air Fleet. Activation provides the Department of Defense access to commercial air mobility resources to augment our support to the Department of State in the evacuation of U.S. citizens and personnel, special immigrant visa as- applicants, and other at-risk individuals from Afghanistan. Current activation is for 18 aircraft. Like I just said, department does not have or does not anticipate a major impact to commercial flights from this activation. CRAF-activated aircraft will not fly into Hamid Karzai International Airport in Kabul. They will be used for the onward movement of passengers from temporary safe havens and interim staging bases, activating CRAF increases passenger movement beyond organic capability, and allows military aircraft to focus on operations in and out of Kabul. CRAF is a national emergency preparedness program designed to augment the department's airlift capability and is a core component of U.S. Transcom's ability to meet national security interests and contingency requirements. Under CRAF, the commercial carriers retain their civil status under FAA regulations, while U.S. Transcom exercises Mission control via its air components, Air Mobility Command. Uh, the third is the Craf activation in the history of the program. The first occurred in support of Operation Desert Shield, Desert Storm, during uh, from August May of nineteen or August nineteen ninety to May of nineteen ninety one. And the second was for OIF, February tw- uh, two thousand two to June two thousand three. DoD's ability to project military forces is inextricably linked to commercial industry, which provides critical transportation capacity as well as global networks to meet day-to-day contingency requirements utilizing commercial partners expands U.S. Transcom's global reach, as well as access to valuable commercial intermodal transportation systems. Secretary greatly appreciates the support of our industry partners in this critical mission. End of statement. On Friday, an administration official Told American Military News in an email that the Biden administration has evacuated approximately 13,000 people on U.S. military aircraft since August 14th and relocated approximately 18,000 people since the end of July. The U.S. military evacuated 5,700 people in the last 24 hours alone. The U.S. military evacuated 3,000 people since last night's update. End of article. That is, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's a lot of people. It is a lot of people. Yeah. And it's, uh, Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, it's great for the, the carriers. It's great for the crews on those, these, um, you know, commercial carriers Mm -hmm. because, you know, they're getting, they're getting very nicely paid Uh, for taking care of this. And it's good. They are transporting from safe, you know, safe bases and all that to other places and not having to go into Kabul. Um, That when I first saw the article, I was like, wait, what? And then, you know, read into it and I saw that. So, you know, those are all, uh, yeah, all they're great not going to fly those
2: commercial aircraft into, into Kabul. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Wait, well, no. you
3: notice they bypassed <clears throat> the, uh, like the 37 MAX and the, uh, 87 made by Boeing. <laughs> I, w- I wonder why they did
2: that. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why. They're using, so- well, you got to think right now, the biggest one on the outside the 747 is a 777 right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most reliable and, Stable and largest aircraft that Boeing has to you know toss out there. So yeah. that's being commercially used right now. And I'll be honest with you, I, I've flown on those seven trip those triple sevens before. Mm-hmm. That's a hell of an aircraft, dude. Oh, it There's is a lot of room over there. Yeah, there is a lot of room in them.
3: <laughs> I'm not even yeah. gonna lie. Well, the the eight seven um was supposed to uh, take care or take over for the four seven uh and the four seven go over to literally just cargo. Because it can handle so much weight. And it is so freaking big. Um, And then the 8.7 take care of all the commercial transport. Uh, And simply because, I mean, granted, it's not going to hold quite as much, you know, quite as many people. But their uh, uh, fuel efficiency and everything like that is outstanding. Right. It really is outstanding. Uh, Even though they've had a lot of problems with them. Kind of like the The 3.7 Max. Max? (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that and the 8.7, you know, they've had issues with it. But... uh, but yeah the um the triple uh, seven uh to be using in the uh with within the craft is uh actually a really damn good choice
1: um because it is a, a hell of an aircraft well the eight seven so, is actually was mechanically had mechanical problems versus the three seven which, which is was more battery seven max yeah. which yeah.
2: had electronic issues it, yeah well computer it's programming issues yeah yeah. yeah. yeah exactly so but that's what's going on with that one folks and we will update more as time and operations over there move right along which speaking of moving right along it is time we move right on along into our next segment known as Dummy of the Week
0: I'll spell it for you D-U-M-M-Y shut up dummy you big dummy
2: for every man,
0: there's a woman. And for every dummy, there's a dummy. A dummy. And now, your dummy of the week on BV Nation
1: Radio. Sorry, my, for some reason, it seems like the uh, right channel is like really low. And I, don't know. I don't know why. Just odd. Anywho, <clears throat> I think it's just you. Maybe. All right. This comes to us from our friends over at Fox News. And uh, the article is titled EO's Ex-Wife. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) Florida woman. Florida woman arrested after lewd jail visit with inmate. Authorities say. A Florida woman exposed her breasts and appeared to pleasure herself during a virtual visit with an inmate last week, ending up behind bars herself, authorities said.
2: Giggity, giggity.
1: Danielle Ferrero, 38, of Punta Gorda, spoke to the inmate in a video call at the Charlotte County Jail's Visitation Center on August 8th, the Charlotte County Sheriff's Office said. Ferrero and the inmate engaged in lewd sexual conversation for about an hour before she began touching herself within the visitation building, giggity, according giggity. to the statement. Giggity goo. Stick around. <laughs> At one point during the video session, Fierro was rocking back and forth in her seat as a form of masturbation, the sheriff's office said. Fierro also lifted her shirt to expose her breast to the inmate three separate times towards the end of the call, according to the statement. Fierro was arrested days later and charged with exposure of sexual organs within a public place and... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead In violation of probation or community control She was held at the Charlotte County Jail And released later according to Online jail records So, hold on Exposure of sexual organs within a public place So It's not a secured area See, that's what I thought too
2: It's like, yeah, well, that, wait a second That's not exactly the public ge- area The, the, the general, general public
1: cannot go in there Correct because if it was public area, then she'd be able to carry a weapon to it. Here, here. That's true. Yes, and you very and I, much cannot. And I in those places. Yes, right. Yeah, you can't get past the front office. Uh, that, no, that's you can't even you carry can in toenail clippers.
3: Yeah, no. yeah, no. yeah. I mean, so it's just
1: so once it's a secured area, it's no longer classified a public place because it is now a secured area. Mm-hmm. So this is just like the airport. If you go to the airport. The general terminal, front terminal of the airport is public place. Correct. But as soon as you go through security, no longer because you're now in a restricted area. Right. So, uh, yeah. So I'm going to say that. Yeah, one.
2: Richie, what? How dare they? <laughs> 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 Anything for an hour. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> um, you know, yeah. And then and then days later, she was arrested days later. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't well, an they, hour. Yeah, they got
3: they got tired of the uh, video clip oh of it, you know, watching it over and over on security. I, yeah, I was going to
1: say, they were probably just replaying it over and over man. again. Oh, well, they don't have to replay it on security because it, all their conversations are recorded. Well, right. So they, they're they just sitting there watching that whole it's thing. Hit that well, yeah, repeat. that's what I'm saying. It, it's oh, all
3: yeah. the, yeah, it, it, but it, it's their
2: uh, um, the recording of their security.
3: Now, here's my question. You know, it's part of their security. Because were
1: were they the- watching him or her?
2: Well, I was gonna say either that or the simple fact, you know, they they instead of watching, you know, being like Judy and watching Pornhub, they're watching that on replay over and over again. I guess. I mean, when, when what is this? When she must forget, have really nice boobs. When, <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. I mean, if that's the case, right? I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, in all honesty, though, I mean, this rod really isn't. Too horrible looking, I guess. I yeah, mean, all, I, I mean, bad. I've
3: seen worse and everything like that. But I mean, I, I, I
2: understand. Yeah, she's frowning because yeah, it's a mugshot, you know. But I mean, yeah, she doesn't. Like, look damn right it! She, it was just my boobs. Like Jesus Christ, guys, come on! It's just boobs. You couldn't see anything else. Shenanigans, I say.
1: Richie says they had to wipe down all the
2: equipment first. Uh. (laughs) But you know, I got to say about this.
3: Wait, which equipment? The one that she was using or the stuff that they were watching it on? Yeah, no, their equipment.
2: (laughs) The fact that she got arrested, you know, just, you know, it's sad. It really is. But he
0: gives a shit. It's fucking embarrassing. (laughs) Exactly. Yes.
1: Uh, Sad day. Sad Saturday, and 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 all that guy on the other end of the video was was saying was bitch
3: get over here I don't care if you're a female bitch get on your knees
0: ah! <laughs> I, I like what Richie says that's
3: true Richie yes cue up some two live crew welcome <laughs> to the fuck shop <laughs>
2: I mean he's not wrong on that one no, no. he really isn't so <laughs> but yeah that just Uh, some people's children, I'm telling you, I'm still kind of the public place. It's not a public place. It's not a jail is. I'm going to break this down Barney style for you. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Pardos. A jail is not a public place. Straight up. No. Why? She's, you know, I, I don't, you know, and and that's probably
3: about as far as they're going to be able to go for a conjugal visit. So who cares? Besides, yeah, all he said was, hello, darling. Inmates-
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it Damn. could have been right next door to, you know, the Alabama man. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I mean, you know,
3: if some of the other inmates saw it and, you know, got their rocks off, or if some of the other visitors saw it got their rocks off, who Hello, cares? Darling. Nice to see. You. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: been a long time. You're just as lovely as you. Oh, my.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: All right. I'm telling you. Anyhow, high tech. Thank you again for this week's dummy of the week, man. Oh well, guys, that brings us up here to the end of this evening show. No, I know, right? So,
0: Linda, Linda, listen, 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 listen. Linda, listen.
2: Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Dang. All right. Here we go. And it's starting. <laughs> <laughs> it's go Sunday ahead. night. Oh, if only Sunday we had some day. shots. <laughs>
0: I think you suck.
3: <laughs> you're you're having too much fun with the soundboard over there.
2: <laughs> right. I mean, that's just that's just the way you go sometimes. You know, it is. Exactly. Shenanigan! Shenanigan! <laughs> Get out. Uh.
0: God damn These nuts <laughs> Got him Got him Alright <laughs> <Da-da. laughs> <Ta-da. laughs> That's
2: what she said <laughs> I'm waiting for Matt to spit out His, his freaking drink When he goes to take a drink
1: Alright 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 Holy shit ah, you are a smelly
0: pirate hooker. Anyhow. Regina's is amazing.
1: What? Thank you.
2: Regina? <laughs> oh, uh, wish. My... A wish. <laughs> I can have cute. I wish. Oh, uh, anyhow. Al. <laughs> All right. Closing comments. Finger away around the table. High tech. What do you got, brother?
1: Yeah. Uh, uh. Uh, have a wonderful week, people. Make sure you get out into woods and go enjoy yourselves, and take your family member, take a neighbor, take a friend. I don't know, do something, get out of the house. Because let me tell you, getting out to the uh, county fair and rodeo and all that—that that was a hell of a lot of fun, and it was great to uh, to see other people and run into you know all the other people in the community you usually see and and all that. Ran into people I haven't you know had a chance to see in in a couple years now. So, pretty awesome. So, get out there and get her done. My God. EO Agreed. Uh, yeah, I mean,
3: you know, definitely uh, don't isolate yourself, you know. Get the hell out and, and enjoy the outdoors. Um, yeah, you know, everybody's, you know, they got this whole, you know, fear-mongering thing for, uh, you know, with uh, this COVID crap and everything like that. And I'm not going to say it's not a real thing. It is a real thing. Absolutely it is. But don't let it rule your life. Get out, enjoy what is out there. You know, get out to a fair, a rodeo, whatever, and uh, definitely, you know, go hang out with friends. And, you know, if you're going to go out into the woods and you are going to take, you know, your friend, a family member, whatever, and go out and enjoy the woods, make sure you don't have to come back alone, okay? Because <laughs> that can I'm be scary. Kidding. No, leave it in there. Oh, yeah. My God. <laughs> but you know it and uh you know kind of like the whole outdoor segment if you are going to go out in the woods be prepared and uh you know use buddy system take your your uh, comms with you uh do everything you can to keep yourself safe and that's the biggest thing is just keep yourself safe do what you know you got to do for yourself and uh you know if you got someone with you uh keep your your you and your buddy safe so
2: all right thank you sir appreciate it all right, guys. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and that does it for us. here. Thank you again, Matt, for sitting in for Aaron, who's out this week on assignment. Oh, pleasure was mine. Absolutely. Thank you again. Yes, and <laughs> we will talk to you. Well, I will talk to you guys tomorrow night over on the Facebook side of the house for another episode of Pops Takes from six thirty to seven tomorrow night. So be sure to tune in for that. Uh, by the way, that's six thirty to seven Pacific. Throwing it out there so we no one gets confused. Gotcha.
3: Yeah, I right. will talk to you guys again on Wednesday.
2: Wednesday.
3: Yes, uh, J deb and I will be back on Wednesday for Hump, with day, hangover. hump day Hangover. Yep, and uh, so I haven't figured out exactly what I'm going to do with that show. We'll
2: Maybe. figure some out. Yes. <laughs> but in the meantime, everybody, for all of us here at News Center Four, I'm Ron
3: Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego.
2: Fuck Mickey.
0: This has been another episode of BB Nation Radio here on Backwoods Veterans Media.
2: Fuck Mickey.